Hello, uh, welcome to the Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Alexander, and I'm the Education Coordinator for Youth Employment Services. Last week, I interviewed a graphics designer, and she told me about everything she knows about uh, graphics design. Well, guess what? I'm interviewing her again, but she now doesn't work as a graphics designer. Uh, first, yeah. So introduce yourself. Okay, my name is Heather Rose. I'm the career development and placement teacher here at St. James Assiniboia School Division in Winnipeg. So hi, Alexander. Hey. And we have a great partnership in, and you've been a trainer in our in our schools. So I appreciate that very much. So anything I can do for you? Yeah, I'll just tell you guys real quick because I don't think I talked about this in the last episode. But when I when I first got this role, I think Heather really helped me out, branch out to the other schools and everything. And I'm happy to call her my friend. So, um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think it's great how uh, I learned about uh, you know a little bit of graphics design. But what I know her as as a, is a career developer. So can you tell us a little bit about your job? Sure. So I work with the all the schools in middle schools and high schools in St. James Assiniboia School Division, and that's 11 schools. I mostly work with the high schools, though, and I help the teachers and the students in their pathway to, to careers, and that is a multifaceted job. Um, we have a lot of different programs that we run, but I also help the teachers with their courses and resources and finding information, too, and websites. So that's mostly what I do. Okay. Yeah. And here today you want to talk a little bit about work experience programs. So what are work experience programs? So a work experience program can be called many different things. Um, it People use the word mentorship. They use the word internship. They use the word apprenticeship. They use the word work experience. So there's a lot of different words that are kind of tossed around. And um, they're all a little bit different. So... What I would call a purely work experience program is one that is placing a student in a, in a job similar to what they would do in, a, in the work world and working for a business and they could get experience in that, in that placement. Um, an, an internship would be similar. Um, it would be usually it's uh, not in a, in a business. It could be in a nonprofit organization as well. Um, there's a volunteer placement where the students could work unpaid in a nonprofit organization. And we also have apprenticeships where students work in a paid position um, under a mentor or an, a, what's called a journey person in a trade. And then we also have our um, credit for employment placements. So they are paid as well and they're in a paid job. So there's quite a few different words that are used. Post-secondary kind of uses the word internship and mentorship more than high school programs do. So yeah. what would you say is uh, the purpose or why should I, you know, the listener, do a type of program like this? So I think if you look at the benefits of, um, it's almost similar to volunteering in, in some ways that you, there are many, many benefits to volunteering. You, you, get, you get exposure in the workplace to an employer and what it's like really to go to work every day and and have that feeling of being an employee. And that could be anything from safety training, wearing a uniform, what to wear on the job, going through that interview process, which is valuable. And 
learning like what is the, what are the expectations at work, right? What are the safety requirements at work? Um, what do you have to do in a day and a life of a person that does that job, right? And you can learn a lot. You can learn that you might like that kind of job. You might learn a lot about other jobs that are related to that position. Um, let's say you're working in, in a hospital. Um, you might be helping in a, in, a, in a volunteer position, helping in a recreation apartment, but you might be seeing nurses working and doctors working and uh, technical lab assistants working as well. And you might kind of get an interest in those careers. So it really exposes you to a lot of different careers, right? You also might find out that you really didn't like that type of job. And so it's valuable to learn what you don't like. Um, so it's both valuable learning more about the job and also learning if you like it or not. So that if you go to apply for a position, a paid position, you would know exactly what you're getting into, right? It also gives you skills that you would learn on the job. So you would be able to put those on your resume. You would be able to... Um, have a connection with an employer that could you could use their name as a reference in the future and often with these programs they give you some feedback they give you some kind of feedback form that you can also attach to your resume if it's a good report and use that when you're applying for jobs uh, and it might say wonderful things about you that is very valuable to an employer to see that you've been tried and tested in a workplace situation they love that so those are all benefits, and there's probably many more as well, but those are kind of the ones that I think of off the top of my head. Great. So you you mainly, your job is in the high schools. Um, can you describe a little bit about that for those of you who are listening sure. who are in high school? Yeah. So we, in our high schools in province-wide in Manitoba, we encourage students to take what's called a life work course. And that's offered in grade 9, 10, 11, and 12 in different schools. And some schools only offer one course. Some uh, people offer it online through InformNet. And what it does, it teaches students how to create like a resume, cover letter, interview skills. Um, they explore about themselves. They learn about the, their, the career interests, doing some aptitude testing. And then they would do a work placement normally um, if it's non-COVID times, we would normally be placing students out in the workplace, but right now we're not, that part's on hold uh, due to some concerns about risks. But we would normally have a student placed in a work placement and have them like learn on the job. So that's the life work course. Then we also have our, that leads into the credit for employment courses where they would then have the credit in life works. And if you have that credit, you can then um, go and apply for a, a job and get hired somewhere. And just after filling in some permission forms that we have available, you can earn two credits in credit for employment by working in a paid job. And that teaches the student employability skills, um, such as uh, being able to work with documents, working using mental math, communication skills, um, working with technology, being able to learn new things. So there's there's different areas of employability that you learn on the job, right? So that you're prepared for work. And then we have another type of credit in high school called apprenticeship, which is working in the trades. And there is no prerequisite for that type of credit. It's working in one of any of 55 trades that are available through Apprenticeship Manitoba. They're a certified trade. 
And if people want to learn more about that, they can go to the hsap.ca website that we host provincially that teaches them about this type of opportunity. And it's really good experience. You also get hours towards a level one in a trade. So it's really fantastic. It's, for example, in hairstyling, electrical, think of things you're doing with your hands. So if you were working and you wanted to work with your hands in a trade, um, this would be the perfect way to earn high school grade 12 credits. So that's just some of the programs we have. Um, volunteer credit is available, but not this year. It's on hold right now due to COVID. And we also have the, um, there is a program called the Career Development Internship Program offered in some school divisions. Um, that is a prerequisite would be the LifeWorks course. And then you do 110 hours placed in a job. So for example, you want, might want to learn more about what it's like to become, work in the medical field and do titration, for example, in a chemistry situation. So uh, a science teacher might have a student that's really interested in that area academically, and they wanna learn more about it. So they could do an internship in that area. So it's a non-trade job. So it would be maybe even a, like in a veterinarian's office or something related to their career interest. So it's there's some fantastic opportunities in high school to get some up to 13 credits working in the workplace. So it's really great right now. The high, the, the post-secondary colleges and universities are also offering this placement opportunity and they're offering internships and mentorships. Um, some of them are paid, some of them are not paid. It would depend on the program. I know at Red River College in their pre-employment trades courses, they, they help the students find placements and they work in a, in a paid job. So same with the IBEW electrical course, um, they offer a paid placement. So there's all kinds of different connections that you can um, get into the industry. Wow. Yeah, because I'm just trying to think when I was growing up, they didn't have anything like this when I was in high school. And maybe some of you who are listening, maybe past high school, but now you're thinking, okay, what do I do with my life? So do you know a little bit more detail? Yeah. Like, let's say you're right out of high school and you didn't do yeah. any... Um, work experience type programs. Right. What can? What are your options right now? And you have yeah. no idea where to go with school. Right. So the first steps, I would suggest really strongly that someone either uh, go onto the job bank and go into the free little aptitude testing area there that is on the website. And we have paid programs that we use in the high schools called Zello.World and My Blueprint. But there is a free one on the Job Bank website, and it's in the career planning area. And you can do some, some interest, interest and aptitude testing on yourself. And it really gives you a good idea of the direction to go. Once you have a, a direction or what I would call a career cluster that you identify with that fits you, then you can go in a certain direction. For example, you might go into medical or you might go into recreation or into um into arts and culture, or maybe you're really good with education and social services. So there's there's basically 13 clusters that we use in the career industry that you can focus on, one of them, right? One or two of those. And that kind of narrows things down. It's hard to know what to do. When I was here in high school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And that is a tough place to be in if you just don't know what you want to do. So these aptitude testing um, websites really help you focus your efforts 
So you're not really bumbling around and wasting your time, right? So like they, yeah, they really help. What what job banks are you? What what websites so, exactly? Oh, are you the website about? I'm talking about is Job Bank. So J O B B A N K dot G C dot C A, and that's a government website that's free for anybody to use, and people can go in there and just do some of the aptitude testing that's in there, get some results. And it even has like um, what the workplace, the, it's based on labor market um, information. They can, you can even look in there to see if that job is going to be uh, in demand. So it will tell you on the website whether that position is going to be around and uh, what it, what is the job outlook look like right now? It'll tell you in Winnipeg, yeah, it's three stars, it's it's in demand or no, it's it's poor right now, don't go in that area because there's no demand for it. You know, it's dying off, for example. So technology is really changing the labor market. So it's really, and the COVID pandemic has changed what is in demand and what isn't. So I would suggest that people really research and see if there's a good outlook for that position. And then start to, you can even offer to do a, a placement in a business. Let's say, you know, I wouldn't hesitate to call a company up and say, do you have internships where you take on a person to work for you to do a trial? You could do something like that. Show them your resume, see if they're willing to, to hire you for a short term. Sometimes these places will hire you for volunteering first, or they will, you know, interview you and you can do like a two week volunteer stint um, or something like that. Volunteer Manitoba has really good opportunities as well. On their website if you wanted to look for some volunteer experience just to get started to get your foot wet in the in the type of job you're interested in so people at cancer care and many different red cross there's lots and lots of organizations that are just dying for help and they would love your assistance and you would get some experience too and you know you don't get paid for it but it's an investment in yourself right Mm -hmm. You're investing in, in yourself and you're getting something to put on your resume, right? So that's where I would start. Volunteer yeah. something. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just say right now, and I think I've said this story in this podcast before, mm -hmm. but um, and maybe you don't know this story, Heather, but uh, actually the, how I became an employment specialist is I was volunteering. It was actually an internship in u university at a mental health drop-in center. And uh, wow. I worked there for like six months and I loved it. I worked way too many hours like I was supposed to work like 300 hours I did like 600 or something like that then six yeah. months later they asked me do you want to work here as an employment specialist and I said what's an employment specialist and that's how I learned that was four years ago and I haven't looked back yeah. I really love it and I've learned so much about yeah volunteering and that networking aspect is so mm -hmm. important when you're trying to look for a job Yes, having that reference that will say nice things about you is so important when you're going to look for a position. Mm -hmm. really helps to have that background. I was going to say, like, we talked about this a little bit before, in per oh, I, you and I in person, when off air, but we, I told you about the government volunteer position that I had. Um, when I was in taking graphic design in university, I wanted to get some experience, so I actually offered to volunteer for the Manitoba government, and they had me do a little booklet for them, a cartoon booklet about HIV that I designed for them that was helping students understand what what it was, like what the T cells are. And we did little cartoon characters and it, it turned out really well. And it gave me some information to put in a portfolio. And I was able to put some of my drawings in my portfolio and I got a reference out of it. And it was a really good experience. 
So that really helped me get a job later at a, at a label printing company. So I, uh, I would recommend that too. Yeah, I remember when I was interning at that mental health drop-in center, um, I had some dumb friends who said, why are you working for free? They're not giving you anything because they think the only thing you can gain in life is money. But no, experience yeah. and knowledge. It's, it was so good. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just really recommend anybody, if you can, do work experience program and you don't know what you want to do, definitely look at that. So Yeah, try it out. I volunteered at the hospital, too, um, at, at the Winnipeg um, Health Sciences Center. They have a really good volunteer program there that I was just one really learned a lot about the hospital industry because at one point I wanted to be an x-ray technologist and I couldn't decide. I was torn between one job and another. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go into graphic arts or into the sciences and into the healthcare field. So I volunteered in there and I was helping in the children's hospital. I learned a lot about it and I kind of found out that it wasn't for me. I, I didn't really like doing that kind of work. I felt like I wanted to do more for the, like in a, in a, in a printing industry. So I just really learned a lot about what that job involves. And so it helped me understand what I didn't like <laughs> is what I'm saying. You know, I love them and people have volunteered there and I'm not saying anything negative about the health science center. I just found out personally, I just couldn't do that kind of work. I didn't have the, I was, I just got too affected by people who are really ill and it just didn't suit my personality. So um, I learned a lot by doing that volunteer position for a year. So it was good. Yeah. yeah. I, I recommend if, if you, if you have a hard time, you know, with a volunteer experience, maybe that's a good thing because now you know yeah. not to do that. So yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be discouraged by type or if, if you, there is a certain field that you don't, you're not appreciating, then try something else. That's what's all about. Mm -hmm. So just trying new things. So I, yeah. like I said, I wish, you know, I'm, I'm in my late twenties now. I wish I would have known when I was younger, you know, mm -hmm. really what I wanted to, it would have been a lot faster for me to yeah. get where I am now. So yeah. Yeah. Really helps you make a decision and most of my i think every volunteer position i've had i've learned something mm -hmm. and you know the for example like um i know that the volunteer coordinator at the assiniboine park conservancy she's wonderful and she is just a great person to connect with um and they are an organization where you can volunteer get experience and you learn those customer service skills that are used in every job so that's a really good place to volunteer to start with. Um, but there's many, many opportunities on the Volunteer Manitoba website too. Mm -hmm. And I just want to point out, experience is experience. So even though, uh, Heather, you worked in the x-ray, you learned something. You probably gained skills from there that you could transfer yeah. to other jobs. So yeah. yeah. So I, I recommend even if it's not something you entirely like to do, definitely mm -hmm. start with something. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't and don't give up easily. Like stick it out and try to finish it off, and then you might find that it changes too. Like I've had students where they first of all were placed in a in a position in the office. They were at a dealership, and the person was planning on moving them into the mechanical area. So you just have to kind of put in your time. You know, you can't be expecting to do like the the top job right off the hop. You have to work your way up the ladder and that's a good way to get experience so that you can put that on a resume. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you got to start somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah, is there anything more you want to add, Heather, at all? Or 
because we're almost about thinking, time here. So yeah, I was just thinking about portfolios, and I thought, you know, now people really look to students to have that portfolio, and they want. I think using Instagram is a good idea to have a professional portfolio that you can have photographs of your work um, if you're doing hands-on work at at school or even like getting good marks on a test putting a picture of that on your on your Instagram account and showing that it's it's you know what you're about like just creating a professional account and start to build that into your into your um your presentation right like I'm like I was saying you can create a digital portfolio using Google for example and there's templates on wix.com you can there's so many different ways you could create a, a portfolio for yourself that just introduces yourself tells people what you're all about and your little bit of your background some of your practical work that you've done some of the skills you have maybe you're playing the guitar and you know how to do that you could put a song on there like there's so many ways you could present yourself digitally now that is or on paper if you want to take a booklet uh, a binder in with you and just show people in person if you have an in-person interview that's another way to do it so you know now that we're doing online interviews it's good to have something like that that you can pull up from the internet right mm-hmm. yeah i've seen people also like put their linkedin profile on you know on their and e- on their resume and stuff so yeah definitely showing that off is really important yeah yeah well yeah and that's yeah, that's so on all these volunteer opportunities you can put on there, right? Pictures of yourself while you're volunteering. Take some selfies. Take some photographs at work. Yeah, be a little creative. Try to stick out. So, um, yeah. But yeah, Heather, thank you so much for speaking for, with us today. You're welcome. And if, again, if you have any questions, let me know. You can contact Alexander and he will put you in touch with me if you're curious about any of these programs. They're on the Department of Education website, all these opportunities as well. And um, you can always look them up online. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you have a great day.